to the Adriana Bryn podcast. This week we're talking about survivalism, preppers, the end of the world. Yeah. We have an expert prepper in the house, Ryan, who's just definitely an expert. Definitely prepared for the end of the world and the apocalypse and everything that comes with it. Um, so I guess we're gonna just kind of jump right in. So what is your worst case scenario situation that you think that you're gonna have to like prep for the end of the world like realistically what, what is like in your head like what are you prepping for so i think the biggest threat to what we're doing here with the united states is going to be not necessarily all-out nuclear war with like a near peer state like russia or china it's your rogue nation like north korea that now has weapons if they can get a missile large enough to detonate a bomb over the u.s you can have um, what's known as an EMP, which is an electromagnetic pulse. I was pulse. gonna say that. Mm -hmm. um, it's the easiest way for a uh, smaller power to cripple the United States. Um, there's actually a really good book about it called One Second After. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend it. It's fiction, but um, I think it gives a very realistic portrayal. Um, they have what's called the die-offs that a lot of people don't think about. So like obviously like anybody like in intensive care, dead within a day. Yep. But then you have the people that, you know, chronic illness like maybe you need insulin once insulin gets warm goes bad that's like 30 days so you have these segments of die-offs of otherwise functional people mm -hmm. that happen over the course of the year the book takes place i think it's a very realistic portrayal of it um there's a lot of speculation of if an emp would be as damaging as everybody thinks it would be um but even if it's not the cataclysmic apocalyptic situation that everybody thinks it could like some people think it could be mm -hmm. it's still going to leave a large segment of the united states without power um for at least a couple weeks um not to say we don't have the infrastructure to quick if it's an isolated area mm -hmm. um to quickly get in and help people but again you might be waiting weeks for help so that's i think the most realistic scenario in which um anything that i have thought about or prepped for or made a plan for is mm -hmm. most um you know, feasible. However, I mean, I think the fun one the CDC jumped on after the you know popularity of Walking Dead was mm -hmm. the zombie thing, just because it was fun to think about. It didn't wasn't quite as creepy enough, but it's morbid enough to uh, really creep out people. It was a way to grab their attention. Exactly. That's why they. That's um, why they say they did it. Yes, not that there's going to be some mutation of rabies that infects the population. And in case you guys don't zombies. know what we're talking about, the CDC actually released like what to do in a zombie apocalypse situation. But really, it was just telling you what to do in any apocalyptic situation. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that. The, yeah. the best, I mean, it, it's it's worthwhile for people in like situations of like storms, like yeah, it's, a storm can knock out your power for two days. Mm -hmm. um, hurricanes, obviously, you know, can take weeks to, you know, get any recovery from, unless you're in Puerto Rico, then we just forget about you. You know, it's basically anything on the East Coast. So, like, there's snowstorms, yes, hurricanes. That, again, it's not necessarily an end of the world situation, but you might need to be prepared to fend for yourself for a mm -hmm. couple of days. And running out to Walmart when everybody else is doing the same thing, you might not get what you need. So, it's just going to be prepared for those little things, mm -hmm. but at the same time, fun in a very morbid way to think about the worst of the situations that could happen. Mm -hmm. Now, you think that a zombie apocalypse can actually happen. Okay, well, I'm not totally insane. Um, there are a few things that can, um, not a real zombie apocalypse, but can sort of act like one. Like we can have, um, is it biological warfare or what is it? Yes. Like when yeah. someone like releases some kind of bacteria yes. or yeah. virus or something and like kills us off that way. 
um, there are parasites that like can go into people's brains and yeah. they act like zombies. They're not really obviously, but like, you know, so if that gets widespread enough or in our water supply, I could see that happening. Mm -hmm. You could totally see like some kind of crazy thing that attacks our bodies, you know, more on, from the inside out than from outside in, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Mm -hmm. So what kind of things do you have in place as far as prepping goes? Like, do you just have like a little storage closet at home? What do you have? I mean, a lot of my stuff is multifunctional. It works along with my camping stuff. Okay. Um, but I keep it all in a couple drawers and some stuff in my backpack. I'm not really big on the bug out bag type thing. Mm -hmm. Please explain what a bug out bag so is. So a bug out bag is a pack or something that in case of when you need to leave your home as quickly as humanly possible, you grab it and go. It's mm -hmm. a go bag. Why is it a bug out bag? Because you're like going. Like you're bugging out of the whole situation. Like you're not just going like to the nearest shelter. Like you're getting the fuck out. Mm -hmm. okay, um, I don't buy into that though. There's very few situations that if you survive the initial thing that happens that you're going to want to leave your home. It's better to shelter in place for a couple days, three days, four days, five days um, with everything you have accumulated so that way everybody else is out there bugging out, dying of whatever's out there, and you're safe in your home while everybody else is, you know, that is not true. surviving. If you can stay in your house in your area, your neighborhood, if it's safe, it's gonna be a that lot is the better safest off. thing for you to do. Um, so I'm big on planning for that scenario. So some of the things that I have are a basic um, home first aid kit. And when I say basic, I mean it's pretty large. Ours is too. Yeah. We have one of those big orange bags. Yeah, I have a pretty substantial set of knives. Um, water purification is important. We have um, that. One of the things to do in the event of any emer emergency, whether it be tornado or anything, as long oh, as you... Oh, oh, oh yes. Told me this. Fill the bathtub. I that, the bathtub. I always remember that because you said that he told you that. Uh, one job. Yeah. Fill the bathtub, and if you still have some electricity, fill up your washing machine too. Okay. It's like, I mean, it's you know, it may not, it may, that may not be drinkable water. Oh yeah. So but if like, you're okay. still you're still gonna start to smell, you might be able to use that water to bathe. Mm, to um, pretty much any way to start getting water as soon as you know, building that up. Um, in terms of the other weird things, I have a, I have a chainsaw that you can use with your hand, you know, go back and mm -hmm. forth. Um, I have a crank radio, so, you know. You can get the news. Yeah, you have a little crank stuff on the radio. I'm gonna get a radio. ham radio. Um, ham radios I've are really good. for a long time. Um, if you're really, if you want to be connected, like, afterwards, but you need, again, you need a license for that. It's relatively cheap to get started up with, but it has to be a hobby, really, to, mm -hmm. uh, want to sort of spend that money, unless you're really into the prepping thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, just a little, um, I don't, that's, I don't know why you're pointing Here's that out. Here's looking at six odd things doomsday prepper stockpile. Non-lubricated condoms. Mm -hmm. Why? Survivalists come in all shapes and sizes, including a subset that appears to believe it, that a birthing a large army is an important step. Oh, because they just want safe sex. It's also really good at um, oh. keeping water in. You can fill oh. a condom up much more than a balloon. Interesting. Store water in. Um, it keeps things dry. I say we try that right now. Do you I have one? No. Why is it non-lubricated condom then? Because Safe the lubrication. Safe sex. It's the lubrication Hashtag. that ruins things. Oh. Um, some other things. Maps of your local area. Obviously, being in Chicago, one of those. I don't feel like I would need one for the Chicago area. I'm pretty well versed. Um, as long as I can get to, like some near near a highway or something, mm -hmm. I feel like I have my general direction. Um, but Iowa, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana, 
all maps you should have. Um, That's actually very, very yeah, good After point. you shelter in place, if you're really in this for the long haul, you're going to want to go somewhere warmer, potentially, mm -hmm. than the climate we're in. To Tennessee, maybe. Which means, yeah, you go south. Mm -hmm. um, your, your weather might suck in the summer, but it's a lot easier to survive um, being slightly warm than it is bitterly cold. It's that. easier to warm up in the winter if you have the stuff, but if you don't, it's easier to stay, you know, be warm. Uh, dental True. floss, not necessarily for your teeth, but it's a very strong thread. Mm -hmm. um, you can repair clothes with it. In a real bind, you could probably give yourself stitches with it. Mm -hmm. um, so just little things like that that a lot of people don't think about. But again, a lot of it's just regular camping gear that you have to be ready to use in a different situation. Mm -hmm. um, sorry to interrupt. No. This one, a lot of people are have these on. Antibiotics, um, we try to keep some on hand at all times. We use the, we don't use, but we keep for emergency situations, the fish antibiotics, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, they're made in the same companies as regular antibiotics, but they're marketed for fish, but everybody knows they're just for preppers. And they're actually in tablet forms and, what, you know. What antibiotic is it? Like, um, amoxicillin. We have amoxicillin, that's, um, the key one, I would recommend getting them, um, you know, for common things that might pop Cipro? up. Cipro? My God. They've got them in every antibiotic, almost. Wait, you could just pick these up over the counter, like at the pet store? Because they're not marketed for human consumption. It's like oh. a loophole. So they have, so they have Cipro. They and have for fish. Everything. They even have well, yeah, like, tablets, like literally ridiculous. anything. Metronidazole. It's, it's literally just a loophole to be able to have okay. people get it without, you um, know, uh, I, I know. It's not the worst idea. However, again, if this is really like a doomsday scenario, you just go and you loot your Walgreens after three or four days. Yeah, but if it's already looted... They're all going to be dead. If, 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 if it's really that bad of a scenario where people that aren't educated in this are leaving their homes, they're not going to last long. True. However, I mean, they're from... History, we can learn that stores get looted before shit even hits the fan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I, I mean, again, even if it, it's a little flooded, people are like looting. So I just feel like you can't, you know, really rely on on stores having stuff. In my opinion, everybody's got. I, like I said, I, I I have no problem looting after a couple of days, and as long as you're sheltering in place, you shouldn't really come down with an infection. Then mm -hmm. it's when you go out into the wild and you get a cut that ends up getting infected, then you get sepsis, and then you're dead. So, sure. real loss there in that game. Get a map to my house, because my first aid kit is, if you're losing a leg, I will help you this cut it off. This is pretty intense. His map? Oh, no, his first, first aid, aid kit. kit. Yeah. It's like the Costco size um, first aid kits. I don't I have just a like this big. Well, like this big. It's an orange bag. I don't have a first aid kit. I don't have anything to prep with, so I already know I'll be the first to die. I don't think so. No, because you'll get drunk and pass out, and then a lot of people will die while you're passed out, and then you're a survivor. I'm just being a full alcoholic. Am I wrong? When do I ever pass out drunk? You literally told a story a right before we started ago. about this. I and then there was that one time around Christmas. Yeah. Um, one thing I am big on is a get home bag, okay. because I am big on sheltering in place. So if you're yes. at work, where's all your stuff? Home. You gotta get there. That's true. I'm really big on the get home bag, which depending on how far you work, you're you're away from work, or if you just keep it in your car, mm -hmm. um, you're gonna want potentially shelter, so either a tarp or a tent. Um, some food you're not gonna need a lot, and even, you know, oh, most people can probably walk 15, 20 miles a day. 
So even if you're 60 miles from home, it's a four day walk tops. Um, so you're not gonna eat a whole lot of food. You're gonna need some sort of some way to purify water mm -hmm. and then it's a way to keep yourself warm. So shelter and probably a blanket of some sort. Also good idea to have something to keep your mind occupied. People go crazy. They go stir crazy. It's good to have a deck of cards, checkers, something to Play really, boys. something to get your mind Playboys off of your whole situation. I think so. What does? Playboy? I think, I mean, I'm each, sure it does. but I think the old yeah, ones are better anyways. I mean, if you think about the ones from the 70s are probably a bit more risque than the ones now. I don't think so. I don't know. I feel like they didn't show more now. Everything was covered by Bush back then, so. And yeah. I ain't talking about our president from you had a few years ago. That. Mm -hmm. like, that, like that thing we watched the other night with uh, <laughs> that lady on the. Uh, what did you watch? Yeah, don't make it. <laughs> We were watching uh, the Who is America, yeah, and the uh, art lady. No, no, the art no. lady was like removing her pubes to give to Borat, and it was weird. It was weird because she kept and said, "Oh, let me get a good one. Let me get a good one." And she had a lot to choose from. Yes, they showed it. Well, they didn't. Sh they, they showed, showed her they like showed plucking them. Yeah. Why did Borat want it? He was making a paintbrush of pubes. It's Banksy disgusting. offered some too. It's disgusting. It's a great show. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. On that note. Yes. Uh, that's all I've got. I'm gonna get another cocktail. Can you swap these out? All right, so what are some other ways that you've prepped for the end of the world? I mean, the other one, especially because of Donald Trump's uh, Seder, saber rattling. Um, I don't know what that is. It, it's um, when you know you shake your weapon at someone trying to taunt him a little bit. Mm. So that was he, a Star Wars reference with a saber, a lightsaber? I thought like saber to the tiger. Yeah. Not a Star Wars reference. Is it a Do tiger reference? Nope, nope. Okay, we're nope. both wrong. It is neither of those. Mm -hmm. Saber, it was an old, old timey Sabre. sword. <laughs> oh, God. Dr. Mifflin, sorry. I thought for sure we were talking about lightsabers. <laughs> okay. No, a saber is an old. Anyways. You can't get, like, that would be something good reference, though. I guess. I know I love Star Wars, but no, it's not from Star Wars. Um, so anyways, he likes to flaunt the fact that he has nuclear bombs. He doesn't know how to use them. He doesn't know what it actually means, but he likes to flaunt the fact that we can bring hell, fire, and fury on anybody who dare cross the United States. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Which isn't wrong, um, but one of the things that a lot of people freak out about is um, how nuclear war would be the end of society. An all-out nuclear war if the United States, Russia, probably China, were to launch all our warheads, we'd have a real problem on our hands. China's um, coming for us? China hates us. Well, um, if someone drops a nuke, there's like a 50-something plus mile radius of people who are fucked. False. Please, so false this, correct So me. this is where everybody assumes that by living near a major city or a military base, you're full-on boned by a nuclear explosion. Yes, that's what I always thought. Okay, so let's look at who actually might nuke us. If we're gonna get, if we're gonna get, you know, really expand the boundaries of realism here. Yes. We have Russia. We have China. North Korea might try to get squirrely. Other than that, we're, that's really about it. Um, so, the bomb that we dropped on um, Nagasaki and uh, was 20 kilotons, which is 20,000 pounds of TNT. That's the equivalent. The one we dropped on Hiroshima was 15 kilotons. Okay. Um, so those are relatively small in terms of the warheads that almost every country fielding them has. Um, North Korea is a little bit smaller than those, but they're working on increasing the size of their blast. 
Or so they say. So they say. Um, so, but getting back to like what can actually happen, um, the most uh, common, or one of the most common warheads that Russians use is 800 kilotons, which if you do your math right is what, six times eight? 48. 42, four, roughly 48 times more powerful than the bombs we dropped on Japan. So, um, there's this website called, um, it's called the Nuke Map, where you can select the size of a weapon and you can drop it on a city or a GPS location. So if you were to drop um, an, the 800 kiloton warhead um, that Russia has, um, again, very popular one, the um, initial blast only takes out half of the loop. Is Is the full on like, What's this website? That's, I'll add it in the It's nuclearsecrecy.com slash nuke map. So the fireball radius of this is um, 0.88 kilometers. So again, roughly half the size of the loop. And again, I did this over Chicago. Um, your air blast radius, um, which most buildings collapse, um, is just a little bit bigger than downtown Chicago um, as a whole. So again, you're not really looking at, a tr and again, completely devastating, but for everybody that thinks like this is, you know, the end. Yeah, but that's not what I mean. It's not the initial thing. It's the radio, uh, radiation, radioactive stuff after the fallout Which, that spreads really correct. far. Correct. But where does Chicago's wind blow? Out to the lake. I didn't know that. Yes. So, you're going to... those Wisconsin people are at? Well... I mean, it's going to end up in Lake Michigan, so then... It's going to taint our water. It will, yes, it will, but again, the, these are things you can get around. You survived the initial blast. Chicago was nuked. Most of the people, I mean, you can look at Evanston. There's no, like, no air blast at all. Um, you're getting, like, you know, where Wrigley Field is. There's going to be damage, but again, it's not a devastating right. blast. But they'll still have to leave because they're still close enough to get radiation. Correct. I mean, you're still to leave, but you've survived that initial So explosion. they need a bug out bag. They not need to not, bug not out. Not necessarily, because if you shelter in place for a few days while the roads clear up, you might still be in okay shape. You're going to have so much radiation, your skin will be peeling off. But you're in your home. If, if, yeah, again, if it goes through. They, when people have been poisoned yeah. with radiation, they literally have to be buried under lead. Because even their bodies after they're dead will Correct. still. Correct, but you but you have to have that dosing of radiation, which yeah, which happens. Alpha alpha and beta particles aren't going to penetrate a wall. Alpha particles only penetrate your skin. You have to ingest them for it to affect you. So as long as you're all the things I've heard and learned tell me opposite. So as long as you're out of the gamma ray blast, which again, when you get into the, some of the northern neighborhoods, you could escape those. As long as you're in your home. If you're outside, there's a big you have a lot bigger issues with well, that. Well, they say to go to the basement, um, somewhere where there's brick or concrete, no windows, or board up the windows. Yes. So again, if you're in your home, you have a real good chance of surviving um, a nuclear blast on a city, as and long as you're not, not at ground zero. If you're in the out, you know, different outskirts, close suburbs, you're probably going to be okay. Suburbs further out, you're absolutely okay. Here's my like logic though. I feel like how often do terrorist attacks happen just in the middle of the night or early in the morning? I feel like they always happen during the work day where people aren't at home. Okay, so they're at their office. Then you're, I mean, again, but it, it depends on where you're at, and that's why you have the get home bag to get home to where all your stuff is. Then again, and if, but if you're working in the loop and, you know, they detonate a bomb so right over Chicago, it doesn't matter anyways. Like, the, the conversation is moot. 
Interesting. So yeah, it's, it's just, these things are much more survival than people think. Like everybody on Reddit's always like, well, if nuclear war happens, I'm just, I just kind of hope I get, you know, taken out in the initial blast. Except yeah. that there's a good chance you survive. I mean, some of these um, bombs that China has, they could bomb O'Hare Airport, and in the suburbs we live in, we'd be fine. So it's just, it just depends on the size of the bomb and how many of them are coming. Okay, this is not stupid. What is the likelihood that one of these countries has a bomb that we don't know about that's a lot bigger? Oh, they absolutely do have bombs that are bigger. Like um, the hydro something? Hydro, well, these are all hydrogen bombs. Okay. Um, but I mean, no, there are much bigger bombs. Um, the biggest bomb that Russia ever detonated was called um, the Tsar Bama. And where are they done? Is that real? Are they just... So, the, the, yes, it was 50, 50 megatons, which is 50 million tons of TNT. It was designed to detonate at 100 megatons. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about, I can't even do the math, like thousands of times more powerful than the ones we used on Japan. So if you were to detonate that over O'Hara Airport, because that's when I pulled up, um, I mean, you're looking at the complete and total devastation of and if you detonate it over Naperville, that's the entire Chicago metro area. So yes, but again, that wasn't a deliverable warhead. It was something they tested, but they didn't. They don't have a way to get it here. Got it. Um, most of the deployed warheads are in the 300 to 500 kiloton range. So again, devastating, terribly awful, but not as doom. Doomsday, as everybody says, unless they're really dropping them everywhere. Like it's not going to take out the whole country and what Correct. else would like people think it might. Correct. So that's the that's the 50 megaton. If we do the 100 megaton that it was designed to do, I mean, you drop it where 88 and 39, you know, intersect, and you've taken out almost all of northern Illinois. So again, if they have bigger bombs, absolutely. But the ones that are deployable and be used, not nearly as big as I think everybody thinks a nuclear bomb is going to be. Interesting. Very interesting. So that's why you need to have stuff at home because if you're outside the like the fireball and the um, thermal damage of you know there's a good chance you can survive for a couple days. Now, if I wanted to start prepping and become a prepper, is there like a website or link I can go to that has complete checklists of what the Oh, there's I mean? tons of them. And it depends on what part of the country you're in and what your plan is. If you're just going to shelter in place for the rest of your life, if you're just going to roam your neighborhood to like live and stuff why you gotta go on vacation after the end of the world. You gotta pack your bag and go to Tennessee. That's fair. Um, but yes, there are, there are a lot of websites. Um, do you have a gas mask? I do not. Um, have you ever considered buying a gas mask? No, not really. That doesn't look fair for you? No, it, I mean, again, the chances of a full-on chemical or biological assault in the United States are slim to none. Um, do you have a gas mask? I don't. I feel like you would. I should. It's on my list now. If anyone were to have a gas mask, I feel like it'd be you. I think everything's possible. And it is. I it is possible. It's just unlikely. Um, the actors that would do that um, and have the capability to do so would be Russia. I don't think they ever officially s shut down their biological and chemical weapons production. I just feel like Russia doesn't hate us anymore. Oh, they we're do. Like, but we're but, like but again, now. No, but that's where the mutual assured destruction comes from, is that if they did it, we would retaliate in kind. Um, I just like I'm just like thinking of the technological capability to hit a Midwestern city. Mm -hmm. um, there's not many state actors that have that potential. Once again, though, like, would a Midwestern city be the first person to attack? Wouldn't it be like DC or? De but it depends. Is, is this a terrorist attack centers. or is this a you know attack by a state actor? That's where the question comes. Is if a terrorist attack, 
Any, anything's up for grabs. Anything's up for grabs. If it's um, North Korea might aim for something more Midwestern to prove their capability to hit something that far away. Okay. Um, I know, like, you know, they can definitely with their ICBM technology hit the West Coast. But if they really want ICBM, to intercontinental ballistic missile, yes. Um, if they want to prove their might, they might actually aim for something further east. Say, hey, this is serious business. We can do this. Um, and again, I don't think North Korea is dumb enough um, to actually attack us, but they're probably slightly more likely than you know near peer state actors like China and Russia. Interesting. And hell, maybe the UK goes nuts and it's like, fuck it, we're they going. They would never. I mean. They remember 1776. Queen Lizzie would never. Yeah, but what about when Meghan Markle takes over? No, Meghan Markle loves America. Does she though? She tr she's she in life of the throne now. You never know what those people will yeah. do. No offense to anybody. With I mean, daddy issues. I just feel like she's loyal. She started her career this way. How is she loyal? She is now an England person. Okay, if you had the opportunity to marry a British prince, you wouldn't. I'm not saying I'm loyal. <laughs> I would definitely do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Anything. I think anyone would. My mom tried to figure out ways for me to enter the line of succession. Didn't work. Mm. Plus the cousins that I would have had to marry. I have a cousin who lives in Scotland. Woman. I bet you anything she's a lady. Because people who own land out there are called ladies and lords. <laughs> I bet anything she's a lady. Yeah. I mean, that make me a lady by association? I mean, I'm actually like, I'm half English. I'm actually related to like lords and stuff. Are you though? I am. I, are you just Irish? Not Irish. I'm not even Irish at all. Are you sure? I'm very personally attacked right now. I'm sorry. Ooh, here's another thing that you should get for your prep kit: whiskey glasses. See, you're you're gonna want to party a little bit. Which brings me to my next point: booze will be a great trading and bargaining Absolutely. thing to have. That was on my list. Stockpile booze. Yes. I would I would probably I would probably give up almost anything I had if somebody had like fifteen cases of beer. It's like you have the rest of this shit, bro. I'm gonna get ham boned and then I'll deal with this when I wake up. And People I, get ham boned? Ham boned. That sounds like a sexual thing is gonna happen to you. Nope. It's so just what I call getting drunk. You're gonna get boned by a ham. I mean if there's ham and it's the end of the world, beggars can't be shoes. I'd kill for a rum ham right now. I'm just saying. Ooh, rum ham. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Right can you Google it? Don't even tell her. Google run rum ham. See, I'll post a picture in here so y'all can see it. I'm not a ham enthusiast. This is what <laughs> Yeah. Rum ham. Oh, oh, I do know this. Rum I ham. do know this. God, Kara. Get it together. I do know this. Ham. Yeah. It's a later season. Okay. Um trying to think of some other things. I know a lot of people are big on solar panels and stuff, like smaller more portable ones. Um, but a better way to do that would be to have a bunch of um, batteries, like mm -hmm. USB type batteries. Um, they're going to be cheaper, easier to carry, and uh, you're going to be able to supply much more constant power than having to like, unfold a solar panel you can carry on your back. Do you know what else I have? A life straw. Do you know what that is? Yes. yes you can suck yeah. out of it and it filters the water. Yes. It, you can't be standing water though. It has to be water that's running, like a natural water source. But yes. yes. So you don't have to like boil creek. it. Like a creek, yes. Creek. So you don't have creek. to boil it. Cricker Creek, Adriana. That sounds like a song. <laughs> You're rapping. Oh, yeah, okay. a crick is what you get in your neck. No. It's creek, but I thought we were being funny and saying crick. Like Shit's Creek? It's like okay that. show. Unless I'm from show. Appalachia, in which case the letter crick is an alternative. Are you from Appalachia? <laughs> yes. There 
you go. It's a crate. Anything else? I mean, I feel like we haven't, we barely like touched the We've barely touched yet. it. And I mean, what, what else? What I mean, branch, I, I think what another, branch I think, are we going to go deeper into I mean, I think it? another good book for our people out there is the Zombie Survival Guide. As much as it's a, kind of a joking thing, like mm -hmm. there's a lot of things in there that are really uh, touching on a lot of good stuff. Like the best gun to have. Everybody's big on AR-15s in America. No. No. No guns. I mean, you're going to need a gun because you're going to have to shoot people. Because they're gonna steal your because they're gonna steal your fishing about it. Nobody steals my Logan. I mean, her hairless cat's the first thing to die. That's weird. Yeah, it's probably you already. You shut your beautiful it's mouth. It's probably already been hit with a dose of radiation. No, you have. He's hairless. It's got nothing to protect him. I'm hairless except for up here. We're getting too real here. I might cut that out. <laughs> but yes, he's my angel, and you will uh, learn to love him. Yeah, I might cut that out. Um, they're gonna throw that right in the trash, aren't they? Um, this is horseshit. Anyways, how to eat a pineapple um, pizza? They're cutting it and then they just dump it in the trash. Pineapple pizza is not even bad. A better gun to like have it. would be an AK-47 variant. Um, anything that uses that um, type oh, of ammo. I have a Floyd card. As do I. But I don't have a gun because I don't believe in having guns. I have one. People ask, so why do you have a Floyd card? Well, if I'm ever in an altercation, someone steals my wallet, they look into it really quick. They're like, I'm gonna, I'm Don't gonna beat this lady up, or I'm gonna. Before you know, I finish this altercation, I'm gonna alone. check her ID. Oh shit, bitch, she's got a Floyd card. Exactly. They're not gonna want the rest of my purse when they see that. They'll think there's a gun in it. I don't think that's a thing. I think that's how it works. I no, I, I don't really either. Um, I don't know, guys. What? I'm gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. Okay. Um, but no, there's just a lot of like I think a lot of Americans are so set on you know different types of things, and there's other ways to you know protect yourself and. One of the AK variants is good. Ammo is cheap, popular. It's a very rugged gun. If the end of the world is really there and you need to start, you know, capping some fools, as much as Kara says she would not. Just gotta cap them. Yeah. Just gotta cap and on and, those and, that's, and the AK variant is a very good gun to do so with. Wanna try it? It's delicious. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what's in it. Cashews and dates. Okay. That's literally the only ingredient. I believe you. That's why these bars are so good. Sponsor me. Flower bars. Hashtag sponsor me. Hashtag sponsor me because of my 20 subscribers. Alright, we're. I feel like this just went very far. Because you attacked me personally. No, I, I don't know why me calling you a drunk. It's that you did it though. Now you did. I, when you wake her up, when you wake up from your drunken slumber, you can shoot them. There's, no, there's nothing offensive Damn. about that. Okay, let's be real. When I am drunk, do I just pass out or my little two my times little, you did? That's not even a lot. Blackout. Blackout. I don't pass out, but I'm not a little ball of energy. I don't know why you're so upset about this. It's a joke. You are so fun when you're drunk. We're drunk every podcast. This podcast has to be fun. Otherwise, people are going to go with these idiots who are just talking about shit they don't know anything about. Let's be real. We've never been sober during a podcast. Well, I've been. Hashtag Tito's. You should sponsor us for our 20 subscribers. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed to have you. too. But yeah, Tito's, hit me up because um, we drink your stuff every podcast. All right. Where did we? I don't even know where we saw. Apocalypse Now. I think that's a movie. That is a movie, but it's about 
Vietnam War, not the apocalypse. Well, different kind of apocalypse. I didn't like the movie though. I never saw it. I never saw it. Ryan, I'd like to hear your plan. Your specific. I know you have a mapped out something give, give, or other. Give me a rough scenario, because I, I have a couple different ones. You. So give me give, give me one scenario and I can bomb tell you. Hit no, hair. I've got this. Fired up. It's a Thursday afternoon. You just had lunch. You're at work. What do I have for lunch? A uh, pita pocket. Okay. <laughs> I can live with that. Tzatziki sauce, all right? We did Mediterranean today. Two o'clock. You're getting that two o'clock feeling. You're a little tired. You kicked caffeine, so you're not gonna have any today. All of a sudden, sirens are going off outside. It's sunny as shit. It's not a tornado. What is it? Nuke. Everyone turns on their their stuff. Nothing's Damn. working. Nuke. You realize that you you have to get home because you have to bug in and bugger in. What do bugger you Bugger in is much different than bug in. Take it away. If you guys were to look up bugger, that is not something we're doing now, here. keep in mind, you know that I'm going to be at home working, probably helpless. What are you watching here? Porno? Yes. So, I don't know why you threw in the fact that you're at home helpless. That has nothing to do with Why did help save me? Damsel in distress. I'll be at work. I'll be the first one gone. I'll be like... See ya. I want to be sure that it's the apocalypse. I'm halfway there. Alright, so Chicago's hit direct downtown by nuclear bombs. Is that where we're going here? Si, senor. Ass assuming that I survived the initial blast, obviously, because you want to know what I would do next. Um, yes, you survived. Right. You do have a ton of radiation, though. Your penis might fall off. Go. I mean, Take it away. Life could be worse. Um, so, okay, it depends on the, the altitude of the blast. If it was high enough that um, there was a minor EMP, my car might be completely bump, bumpkin. Unless it's before what year? A car made before what year? It, it, it's hard to say because a lot of cars have different wiring and computers and stuff. So Safe even, to say before, so like, even, 1970, 1980? You're looking at, like, the 50s, probably, to be 100% no. safe, yeah. Because, I mean, even wiring, if, like, let's say you're, you know, sitting in your car and your car's on, like, you know, has any electrical mm -hmm. stuff, the current could pick that up. And But so let's say the 50s, to be fully safe. Um, there's also the possibility that your car will full-on act as a Faraday cage, um, and it won't matter anyways, and your car will be fine. But let, let's assume the car is... Can you Not tell working. the people what that is? A Faraday cage? And that they can make one and keep their belongings in yes. it for safekeeping? So, um, for EMPs, it's hard for the electromagnetic pulse to penetrate um, either a solid metal box or even metal screens and metal cages. So they, it's called a Faraday cage. Mm -hmm. um, so you can, the easiest way to do it is take an aluminum foil, wrap a shoebox in it, and put all of your electronics in there. Um, I know some people take chicken wire and line their entire garage with it to keep mm -hmm. their car safe um, but again like, it depend depending on how everything works out your car may act as it anyways depending on the wavelength of the pulse mm -hmm. um, so we're gonna assume my car is just roasted and useless um, I work about 17 miles from home as um, on the road probably a little bit less as the crow flies unless the crow's drunk then it might not fly so straight is Kara the crow nope okay. you went there I did not I'm confused too, but you're beautiful. Um, so I think the first thing I would do would be peace. tell everybody at work that, you know, peace. Um, probably go bust open the vending machines, grab all the food I can. Kevin from the office. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly like Kevin from the mm -hmm. office. 
um, maybe even raid the fridge a little bit while everybody's still in shock um, and start walking towards my condo. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, it's about 17 mile as, like, on the road, so you're looking at probably a day's worth of walking, eight to 10 hours easily. Um, something that can easily be done without needing to stop to sleep or anything, especially with the amount of adrenaline be coming through. Um, your biggest issue there is going to be just everybody else and the chaos involved. So you don't want to stay off of main roads. Mm -hmm. um, you know, try to walk through some forests, some open fields, and try to lay low, which might actually end up taking longer if you really have to like army crawl the whole way to you know avoid sight. Um, but again, keys to get home. Um, if it's that first initial few hours of this happening, I don't think anybody will be, you know, looting and stealing shit yet. No, but they still might be like out on the roads confused, like trying, you know, again, maybe their car survived the, you know, the EMP trying to drive home, um, trying to get to their families, all sorts of chaos going to be happening. It's best to stay away from that. Um, you don't want to be caught up in that fray. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I can see that. So assuming, assuming it takes me, let's say, um, you know, 15 to 24 hours to get home. You know, going slow, avoiding everybody I can. Um, there should still be enough water pressure, even, you know, let's say where I live, you know, electricity's off. Should still be enough water pressure that I could probably try to fill a tub. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not, though. Like, maybe everybody else had the same idea, or um, it's possible that, you know, like, since you're big on the radiation thing, it's possible mm -hmm. the water's contaminated and worthless. Um, so, again, like, I, you get home and then you lock up, you board up your doors, hope that nobody else has thought that, hey, that Ryan guy always has all this stuff with him. Let's go loot his place first. Exactly. Um, Can't so you, let people know all the stuff you no, have. No, no, you really don't want to do that. It's a bad idea. Um, so then, honestly, I think my first plan, assuming it was, I would be stay here for three to four days. Um, eat what I can. Um, eat the perishables as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. Again, your body will store it as fat. So even though you might want to ration yourself, if it's perishable, you might as well just get it in your body and hope it starts storing it. Your body can last a few weeks without food. Correct. But not water. Correct. Three days, right? Without water. Sometimes not even. Um, with how much coffee I drink at work, mm -hmm. I probably need water much quicker than three days because I'm dehydrated as fuck. Mm -hmm. um, and then if things were going to go real south here, um, if there was bigger issues than just the one bomb over Chicago, I'd probably start um, figure out a way to start making my way south. Um, mountains of Kentucky or Tennessee are going to be my target. Mm -hmm. It's warmer down there. Um, so in the summer, you can go up, go up to elevation, stay a little bit cooler. In the winter, you can go down a bit milder temperatures than we have here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a great hunter, but I'm a pretty damn good shot. So I should be able to, you know, fend for myself, eat sure. off the land and... Uh, Again, really with the gun really plan, too, it's not just about protecting yourself, yeah. it's about food, too. And I would just consider that retirement, you know? I'm done. Bugs and insects, all that, have really good protein and minerals and vitamins. I think I'd rather just go ahead and die. Okay. Yes. I think in a survival like situation, a you never know what you're really going to do to survive. People I would just start trapping squirrels and rabbits. I could never. I feel like I'd rather eat bugs before I, like... Kill those creatures, but again, oh, who knows what I would much, do in a situation Much more like easily that. kill a, a, a trash panda and eat it than I would ever eat a bug. Trash panda, those Raccoon. cute little thing. I know what yes. they are. Well, some people did not. A work. family of coons broke into our sunroom one day, and they just camped out for the night and then left in the morning. It's rude. They didn't even stay for breakfast. I know. What Either way, 
that's kind of where that's kind of my my whole thing would be if this area is uninhabitable would be to go south um, if it's bad if it's not bad enough where it's uninhabitable and you're just waiting on emergency services of the military to come through and start offering assistance again my thing is just stay in place eat what I have here um, if my water is contaminated or need to get more figure out a way to secure that but not an awful plan. It's not an awful plan. It's probably not as good as some people's. You know, the people that buy a bunch of shipping containers and make them into houses in the middle of Utah. But they have to deal with Mormons knocking on their container doors. So, it is what it is. It's not like Mormons. Actually, the Mormons are really good preppers. They have to have, like, a years of food in their basement. Really? Yes. Who does? Mormons. Mormons. You're supposed, they're supposed Why? to have a... It's part of, like, them being prepared for the end of the world. Mm. Do they do Jesus? Jesus do they do the Jesus thing. Jiu-jitsu. Oh, Jesus. They all, some might also them. do jujitsu. What is it called? The religious apocalypse on the... Armageddon? No, with the, an R. The Revelation. No. The rapture. Yeah. It was with yes. an R. That was supposed to come a couple times in the past few years. I'm still convinced the rapture happened and we all just suck as human beings and everybody stayed because none of us deserve to go to heaven. You believe that? Yeah. No, you legit believe that. No. I just think it, like everybody's like, oh, the rapture to him. Like bullshit. We all just suck as, as as a society, and nobody got raptured to heaven. We're all just still here. I thought mean, that like the opposite of you getting raptured to heaven is you all burn. No, I think I think. Did a you lot... ever see the Left Behind movies? No. No, those creepy. Got, those got too religious for me. Well, you a know, bunch of the, a bunch of the Christian girls I dated in high school were really into those books, and that probably turned me right off to it. Left Behind. This is what happens in it. Isn't Nicolas Cage in one it's of them? It's the rapture, right? So all the religious people get, they all disappear off the earth. Nobody knows what happened to them. They were all taken to heaven or something. And then all the sinners are left behind. And so they still have a chance, though, to redeem themselves, which is very nice. Yeah. You still have a chance. I'll take my chances here with the sinners. Oh, Chad Michael Murray was in it? Oh, shit, I was right. Nick Cage is in it. What's up? But yeah, I would take my chance with the sinners. We're gonna have a lot more fun without those uptight religious folks. I disagree. She's not though, because she's not uptight. Like she's here, like having a cocktail with us, not being uptight. Do you know why? Because I am Christian. I'm a Christian lady, but I accept everyone and I enjoy things and life, and I also love Jesus. So I'm the full package, and I am single, and I'm looking. Have you ever heard of a Christian side hashtag? A what? Christian side hug. No, what is that? So, super Christians don't believe in chest to chest, because there's things. So, you do the Christian side hug, because there's nothing to get in between you and Jesus. Can you give me one? Yeah. Christian side hug. No, you, you know, you leaned, you can't lean in that much. Do it. Christian side hug. Okay, so it's like one or the other. Yeah. And my boob touched you, though. Well, I don't think it's meant for people with big boobs, like two of us. <laughs> I know. We're knocking coconuts. <laughs> you, just, you just committed That's a lot good. of sin there. No, I don't believe that. Speaking of weird things. Um, <laughs> Speaking of coconuts. A meteor exploded um, over uh, Greenland a few uh, That's the ago. one with all the ice. Yes, according to Absolute the ice. movie. Um, Mighty Ducks. Side note, Shane, can Shane Dawson, if you guys... If my one of my subscribers knows him, Oosh. you just tell him hi. I love him. Who's Shane Dawson? Right oh my God, Jenna Marbles is my spirit animal. I love her so much. I don't know if you'll ever see this. I have 20 subscribers, but I just, you know, you've got three dogs. They're adorable. 
This really is it weird needs, to this, have a girl crush? No, not at all. This really needs to make the final cut, though. You have you confessing your love for Jenna Marbles, and then Kara asking for another alcohol. I am not this ashamed. This needs to make the cut. I love YouTubers. Do not more than let other her people. cut this. On that note, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It totally went a little bit off rails, but I hope you learned something. I hope if you take something away from this podcast today, it's how to survive in an apocalyptic situation. Okay. Well, thank you for watching, everybody. That went off the rails once yes, again. Yes, did You again. took it there. You attacked me once again. I think we're going to have to do a separate Smasher Pass video. I know that was popular like three years ago. We're going to do one. There's a lot more that we should discuss.